Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, here we go. Welcome to Monday, February 26th, 2024. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Abe is here as well. We're all here on a Monday. <laughs> it's exciting. Look at us go. It's good. Glad to see you made it back from El Paso. I did. Cheyenne. I made it back from good old Texas last night at 8 o'clock. It was a good time. I was there seeing one of my best friends. So it was good. Good, good. quick little trip. Yep. Uh, while you were doing that, I was having a play date with my little. I'm a big brother for somebody, Cheyenne. I know. I love it. <laughs> uh, it's more so I... I know they don't want you to like be that father figure in their life. That's uh-huh. not what they need. They need like a companion. So it's more of like a, a little brother thing. But I see it more as him being my son because I got two daughters. <laughs> There's a lot of estrogen in the house, you know. So it's kind of part of why I did uh-huh. it, you know. But we had our first little play date yesterday. Played some pickleball and uh, talking to him a little bit. He's 14 and he's got a girlfriend who's 16 who lives in Phoenix. And I'm like, oh. how did you meet? A 16-year-old who lives in Phoenix. Like, how did that go down? Because normally, uh, you know, and you're 14 and you're a freshman in high school, when you have a girlfriend, they typically go to the same high school as you. Right. Or at least in the same neighborhood. But no, he met her on uh, Snapchat. And I'm like, how? <laughs> Good old Snapchat. I, I, I don't use Snapchat. I don't know how that works. But uh-huh. somehow there was like a, uh, a mapping of people in your area of the same age, and they yep. figured it out that way. And I guess Snapchat for teenagers, or at least that young of a teenager, <laughs> uh, is the dating app of that uh, that world, Cheyenne. Honestly, I'm, I'm not surprised to hear it. I really am not. Have you met somebody on Snapchat before, I, back when you had it? I have not. No. no. Not in that respect. Like, I've met people on Snapchat, like, random quick ads, but other than that, no. As uh, he's telling me the story and, you know, his dates that he has with a 16-year-old uh, girlfriend where like she doesn't drive quite yet she's, uh-huh. got, she's got a permit but like their parents drop each other off for Ow. play dates of their own <laughs> you know at the bowling alley or wherever they you go dates. on dates too <laughs> yeah you know and i'm sitting there like this just doesn't seem right my parents would have yeah. never never would they be okay with that my daughter is 11 she's three years away from being 14 mm-hmm. and 
the way the, the way that he was talking about their dates and everything else, it just seemed so grown up and it felt uncomfortable to me. And A, it's probably because I have a daughter of 11 years old. Uh-huh. And B, it's probably because I was such a loser loner in high school that I'm <laughs> like, jealous? I'm envious of this dude's life at 14. <laughs> My, I mean, it might be a little bit of everything, but my, like my, that would have never happened. I was not allowed to date, yeah. or like go out on dates until I was almost eighteen. But he's fourteen, she's sixteen. I feel good to you. No. Or do I need to put my fatherly foot down here, Cheyenne, <laughs> and my my little brother? Well, considering you're not supposed to be that father type, I think you should let it play out. I just gotta live vicariously <laughs> through him. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, it was a pretty uh, decent weekend weather-wise. I know you weren't here in the Valley, Cheyenne, to experience the 80 degrees. <laughs> uh, how was it in El Paso? How was the weather? Um, It was actually really nice. It was a lot like it was here. It was a little windy Saturday morning, okay. but other than that, it was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, um, Cheyenne had a little uh, visit with a friend down in El Paso over the weekend, but uh, for everybody else who stayed here in the Valley... Great temperatures. Could have done without the clouds, but uh, it was, it was yeah, all right. Yeah, I didn't have clouds, just so you know. Yeah, lots of blue skies and sunshine in El Paso. <laughs> yeah, blue skies but, and sunshine. But you were in El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> so neener, neener. It was a lot better. <laughs> neener, neener. Uh, innings Fest happened over the weekend. Uh-huh. I was kind of reading this little write-up that AC Central had on Innings Fest, which the, overall they said it was uh, a success. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of dust, I guess, was being kicked up. Oh, kind of felt uh, like country thunder, I guess. Mm. Uh, for some people down there, they recommended bringing face masks and bandanas and stuff because of the dust being kicked up. Uh, but they had Red Hot Chili Peppers and uh, Macklemore over the weekend, which Macklemore, uh, have you ever seen this guy live? I have not. Okay. Uh, great dude. I love Macklemore. He's from Seattle. Yeah, he is. Um, but I guess he was five minutes late to the stage. Crowd started to get rowdy. And uh, then it goes on to say, but it was worth the wait when the opening bass drop of Macklemore's set hit. Rattled the rib cage and the crowd screaming like teenage girls at a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> I love that. That's a Macklemore show. But then Macklemore, he had his opening song. And then he uh, was telling a story about how he'd been in town since Monday doing, quote unquote, weird stuff around the valley. <laughs> like Now, this is what he describes okay. as weird stuff. Okay is a neon miniature golf, and he says he does not recommend it. Oh. So we got to assume he went down over to Scottsdale, right? That, uh, what's the name of that place? Oh, oh yeah. Pop Shot? Pop Shot? Is that what no. it is? Put- uh, Putt Shack? Putt Shack. Nah, but the, if he did the glow one, there, there's one where it's like actually the lights are off and everything is Right. Like- That's that one. Uh, there's only one, right? Because, I mean, the, the Tiger Woods ones are all outside. Yeah, those ones are the one I'm thinking of is not as big and fancy as those other spots. <laughs> this right. is like in a plaza. <laughs> well, no, like North Scottsdale, right? <laughs> nah, North not Scott- North. No? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say North. Because I went to one place um You're talking about the one in Scottsdale. Yeah. Scottsdale Quarter. Glow, yeah. glow Putt Mini Golf is the one, oh. I, is the one I was thinking of. Oh. What's that one in Scottsdale Quarter? Putt Shack. Uh, yeah, Putt Shack. Putt Shack. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't would, say that's glow, though. Oh, it's not glow? No, nah, the lights are glow? all on. No, nah, I mean, it's like there's all kind of kooky stuff going on there, but it's not glow. It's like... Oh, I thought that was a glow. When, it, when you say glow, I imagine the mini golf at uh, Fat Cats. Because the oh, lights are that? completely off. Yeah, yeah, we're talking like uh, the lights are off like it's at like a club, like a nightclub. Oh. And like, certain things are glowing because yeah. of the, how they look in the, under the black light and well, the balls maybe, even light up and like, yeah. yeah. Maybe Macklemore did go to Fat Cats. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just assumed some, some place in Scottsdale. I thought it was Putt Shack. That would make me happy. I uh, said he does not recommend it because his two-year-old thought it was creepy. Oh, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, maybe you did go to Fat Cats. I, I have the same <laughs> that thought. That sounds really uh, accurate. <laughs>
Some low budget glow in the <laughs> in the dark golf. Gunner and Cheyenne. Chris Stapleton. He's going to be in town this weekend at Innings Fest down there in Tempe, along Woo-hoo. with Dave Matthews Band, one of <laughs> Cheyenne's favorite bands. <laughs> Uh, this is the whole thing a couple of years ago. Shane got so much crap about talking crap about I did Dave not Matthews talk Band. Crap! I'm just not the biggest fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. I mean it's it's music. You know, I'm sure Abe. You know, being a big fan of music, you're you, you can and you can appreciate the Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, yeah, respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not the only like one. I, yeah, I mean, I I know I know people in my life that are super fans. Same. Yeah. So I don't really go there with them. But like, yeah, I wouldn't go out of my way. But you know, I respect He's, it live. If I had free tickets, I would go. He's a uh, multi-talented individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he performs on stage, but he can also pick up a coconut with his rear end. If you've ever seen the movie, just go with it. <laughs> That's him? That's him. I didn't know that was the same guy. She's like, now I'm a fan. I know. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to Eddie's Fest this weekend to see if he does it on stage. Showing up coconuts. What them cheeks do. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be hysterical if he did that. It'd be hysterical. Uh, But yeah, Eddie's Fest this weekend. And then uh, coming up in about a month and a half, we got Country Thunder. And today kicks off our 30 Days of Thunder ticket stop. So four days a week. We're going to be out at the Gila River Resorts Casinos Casino locations. Uh, so today, Santan Mountain. I'm going to be there from 5 to 6. Give it away Country Thunder tickets every 15 minutes. It's a lot of tickets. It's a lot of tickets. And uh, uh, it's it's uh, not, is it less than 15 minutes? I felt like it was more, I don't know. I thought we had quite a few pairs. But anyway, we'll figure it out. Technically, the rules We'll be there starting minutes. at 5. <laughs> I know. We'll be there starting at 5 for your Country Thunder tickets. Uh, Wednesday, you're going to be at V Quiva. Yeah. Friday, you're going to be at Lone Butte. Correct. Saturday, I'm going to be at Wild Horse Pass. And that's kind of how that schedule is going to be throughout the course of uh, the end of February here and then March, leading up to Country Thunder in April. So Santan Mountain, 5 to 6 today. V Quiva, 5 to 6 Wednesday. Uh, Lone Butte, Butte, 5 to 6 Friday, and Wild Horse Pass, 5 to 6 on Saturday. A lot of stuff going on there. So all the details. A lot of information we know. uh, They're on our website, (laughs) KMLE1079.com. Gunner and Cheyenne. Would you live on a planet simulation for a year? A simulation? Yeah. What planet? Well, in this case, Mars. We've, okay. Yeah, we've been exploring Mars for a really long time now as as a world, right? As a, you know, a community of science. And NASA is now to the point where they're looking for four people to live in a Mars simulation in Houston for a year. I feel like the simulation would be better than the actual planet though, cuz oh, then sure. you're yeah. Like you know you're <laughs> yeah, always going to be safe. Like nothing's good. They're not going to let something happen to Yeah, you. there's no aliens in the simulation. Exactly. There could be some on the actual planet. There might be. Mm. Uh, the simulation is going to have things that will mock what you could go through on Mars. Like communications delays, equipment failures, things like that. And they're like these people are going to be going through tasks that you would need to do on Mars. So the reason they're, they're going after those STEM program people, people who have interest in the planet is because if the if the uh, communication goes down like it could on the actual planet, exactly. they kind of have some knowledge and expertise on how to handle yeah. the situation. Yeah, and okay. the point of doing the simulation is really trying to do the research and figure out if life is sustainable on Mars. I feel like there's a big old butt coming in here. The catch is that you won't have your family. Like it's a full-on, year-long simulation, 24 hours a day, 365 days in the year. No family, no friends, nothing. An entire year. 
No, thank you. What are they paying for this? Are they, are they even paying anything? They're called volunteers. So if NASA is paying them, that's not on the recruitment page. I, I, I feel like volunteers is pretty work. self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. Volunteers free work. Yeah. They're going to make sure you're eating. I'm sure they're going to make sure you're fed and all the things. I can but. see why you would say no thank you to volunteering to leave your family and live in sand for an entire year. You know, with no communication, nothing like that. Yeah, that's not, it's not for me. I don't think I would leave my family for anything. What if there was a million dollars involved? No. A million dollars is not worth a full year of missing out on my kids' lives. Let's say uh, you're hoping to make it to the Olympics right. one of these years, right? Yeah. So let's say for one year, you got this Olympic guru, this coach, whatever you want to call him, that guarantees you an Olympic gold medal in powerlifting. Mm-hmm. You need to spend one year with him, though. And he will train you every single day, and he guarantees you will be on that pedestal, number one, with that gold medal, and you bite it, <laughs> like, like they do in the pictures. But that is you. No. You couldn't do it? No. Think about it. No. How many people have an Olympic gold medal? Absolutely not, because I already live half of that life. My oldest son lives in Washington. I already miss out on a ton of things going on in his life, and I get communication with him. So... And that sucks. It sucks missing out on those things. So knowing that already, there's no way... I don't know if there's any amount of money that would take me away from my kids for a year. I feel like in like 17 years, when they're both out doing their own thing, you're going to kick yourself for not going after that gold medal. <laughs> I'm still going after it. I'm <laughs> I know, still going but after it. You had a guaranteed gold medal. It was there in your hand. It just took a year of your life. If it's if it's that important to me, I will find a way. But Camel Nation, is this something that you could do? I'm at a year of your life away from your family, away from your kids, away from work. Yeah. yeah, but you're volunteering. There's yeah. no money There's involved. There's no money in it. Oh, yeah, it's just suck. you and three other people. <laughs> All right, could you do it? Our phone number 602-894-5653. You can also text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne. Would you be able to leave your family for an entire year and live in a Mars simulation, but you're away from your family with no communication with them whatsoever for an entire year and no money. Yeah. This <laughs> is looking for volunteers. Four volunteers to go live in this Mars simulation. I'm going to say no on that one. That's a hard no for me. But what would you do, Gunner? Like, would you leave both of your girls at 11 and 7 years old for a year? For anything? Not for Mars. Okay. Well, what would you do? Like, you're fascinated with casinos and, like, the behind-the-scenes security stuff. Like, what if they were going to show you everything about the casino for a year? No. That wouldn't do it. But what I would leave my family for... Oh, there is, I, there I, is a what I, there, there is what I would leave my family for. Okay. If you've ever walked into a casino, every slot machine has its own theme. There's certain individuals that also have their own slot machine. Uh-huh. I would love to have my own slot machine. I would. And then watch these slot machine casino influencers on social media playing my machine and winning a jackpot on my machine. You know, and I get royalties for that machine. But, like, I would... That would be the one thing that I would leave my family for is to go into development with like uh, aristocrat gaming or something Um, like that, right? And and they create the slot machine to my likeness. Wow. And we're going all the way down to how much money, to the theme of it, to my face being right there on the front of it, right? And then I go to the unveiling parties at MGM Properties in Las Vegas or Caesar Properties in Las Vegas in all the casinos here in the Valley. I mean, one year of my life, Small price to pay, Cheyenne. I'd be so mad if I was your wife because I feel like that's not a lot to get you <laughs> away she, from home. Or she could year. be celebrating, you know. I mean, she she could be like in celebratory mode, yeah. but having me out of the house for a year wow. too. You know, who knows? Uh, but back to the Mars thing—is that something you'd be able to do? Would you be able to leave your family for an entire year? Uh, Catherine is in Buckeye. Hey, Catherine. Hey, how are you? Good. All right. So living on Mars for a year—could you do it? 
Uh, sign me up. Can I do it via email? And how soon can I get there? Yeah. Can you do it via email? What do you mean? Like signing up via email? Yeah, like, can you send it to me while we're talking right oh, now? Okay. I cannot get there fast All right, so enough. why? Okay, why? How, yeah, how is that so easy? For, like, do you not have family? Or are you just a single lady living your life? Oh, on the contrary. I'm a stay-at-home mom of six kids plus one, my husband. Ah! Kind of <laughs> I mean, I kind of get that, though. <laughs> Do they have a gym there? I mean, oh, my God. Well, as I don't long know. as there's I mean, Netflix. Well, <laughs> well, I don't even know if y'all have Netflix, right? Isn't it like a Mars simulation as to, like, if you were up there on Mars? Yeah. Uh, everything, the environment, everything's going to be like legit. Like if you're actually on the planet, on the red planet, right? I mean, yeah, uh, yep. or do they give you oh, enter- things like to keep heaven. you entertained? It sounds like heaven. Still sounds like heaven. <laughs> oh my Take me God. to another planet. That is like a vacation, an entire year. <laughs> oh Stop. my God. You would not be able to. How, how young is your youngest? Two. Oh, the best year. You would be able to leave Dude, this Cheyenne, all. she's got six kids. Seven, my, my including seven your husband. Child is going to grow up really fast. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I see my Ka- husband. <laughs> I see Catherine bringing a beach towel, just put it out there on the sand, and just lay it out there for an entire year. Imagine how sun-kissed her tan would be. I could not leave my kids. Go have four more kids, and then you tell us, you know, your mentality <laughs> after that. I mean, that's valid. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> All right, Catherine, we'll uh, send you over this link, and good luck to you. All right. Yay! <laughs> oh my God. Camel Country 107.9 Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Remember field trips as a kid? Yeah. It was the best time. <laughs> got, out, got out of having, having like a normal school day. Jumped on the school bus with all your friends and headed off to the museum or the zoo or wherever that field trip. Or uh, here locally, uh, Honey Honeywell. My daughter had a field trip last week to Honeywell. Oh, that's where they went? That's oh, where fun. They went. So like field trips as a kid, they were so much fun. And we talked about this a few weeks ago. And we're like, well, why can't we as adults do field trips? So we started the adult field trip 
thing on this show. <laughs> I don't know thing. what we're we'll calling it. It's a thing. Series? You know? Quest? We, I don't know. I, I like the word series, right? Because yeah. we're going to try and do one weekly. And it started last week, last Thursday. We jumped in the uh, Camel Country Short Bus and headed up to, uh, it's called the Asylum Cannabis over in Phoenix. Uh-huh. And we got to tour this growing operation which is essentially what it is right yeah yeah for medical purposes they only they only distribute for medical you know marijuana purposes but it was so cool to see the process from the very very beginning all the way to the end cell stage like it was fascinating like, and it all started with like one mother plant yes. they call them like the mother plants right so it was one plant and the they cut a, a stem or a, a, what do you call that? A branch off and then plant it and let that thing grow. And every single plant, every th- single branch is barcoded and tracked. And yeah, it's we, crazy. We saw the process from the beginning all the way to the distribution when they put it in the in the um, envelopes and sent it out to the uh, bud masters is what they call them, mm-hmm. you know, at the, uh, the, the dispensaries. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of cool to watch that and, and see that whole operation. We had our um, social media guy with us. So there's going to be a video of our field trip up on our social media a little bit later on today. So if you go to at Gutter and Cheyenne, you can kind of kind of ride along with us, you know, on this field trip. Yeah. See the journey. See what it really looks like behind the scenes. Because it's I guarantee I guarantee you it looks nothing like what you thought it looked like. Um, and the great thing about watching it on video and not being there in person is that you don't smell like the cannabis. <laughs> Like, that was the best part. That was the best part. <laughs> I thought I thought it was pretty great too. I came home. My mom was like, "Um, what have you been doing all day?" <laughs> oh, you're a whole every piece of clothing from like I was in my uh, cowboy outfit last week. You uh-huh. know, the Beyonce Texas Hold'em little outfit that I had on from the cowboy hat all the way down to the boots. And I got home and my wife made me change in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> and everything had to be outside. She she just very much hates the smell yeah. of, uh, of weed. My car smelled like it for probably four days. <laughs> and our social media guy came back here to work uh, <laughs> following our field trip and just engulfed the entire bottom floor here oh, with the smell I of cannabis. So I good. love it. And then hindsight, after the fact, after we're all talking about uh-huh. how much we smelled and, and everything like that, after our field trip, I went to CVS to get that fertility uh, test that yeah. we did last week to make sure, you know, if you were listening last week or follow social media, you know what we're talking about. But yeah, I walked into CVS full on, just smelled like <laughs> weed to grab my fertility <laughs> test. I love that. But sm- I mean, like you said, smell aside, it was as an adult, we forget that there are so many things that go into normal day things. And to be able to see that and have the opportunity to see the behind the stage stuff was really cool. Yeah. So we're going to be doing one a week and um, we're going to be doing another one this week. And every Monday, we'll kind of bring it back to the air and it'll be on social media. So you can kind of go along with us on a field trip. But if you work in uh, at a company, work for a company. If you if you do something that's kind of cool that you can allow us to be a part of and walk us through what you do on your daily um, whatever you know whatever it is, uh, text us right now at two two one zero eight, and we'll see if we can't get a field trip going there in the uh, the coming weeks. Because we totally will. We we are so here yeah. for this series, loving it. Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country one zero seven nine. Who would you say is one of the most talked about celebrity couples right now? I'm going to go with who is Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Hey! Yeah! yeah you got that question right. They're, e- man, they're, they're everywhere. They and are. About the, the dumbest 
headlines, too. Like, obviously, she blew him a kiss at her tour. Duh. Yeah, she was down in Australia, and he flew on her private jet to go meet up with her on tour. And they were, they were at the Sydney Zoo. I mean, there was all sorts of, like, headlines around I it. I wonder and- if he feels inferior because her net worth is way more than, her, than his is. He wants a sugar mama shine. Oh, she that's is that. <laughs> there was a recent interview that got a, uh, a video of an interview from 2016 that Travis Kelsey did with somebody. Uh-huh. Um, and the interviewer wanted him to play Kill, Marry, and Kiss. Ooh. If you've ever heard of this game, you give three names. Yep. And you basically say, who do you want to kill? Who do you want to marry? Who do you want to kiss? Hypothetical. Like, this is it's all hi- very yeah, hypothetical. Totally. Yeah, it's not like they're going to hand you a handgun. And yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> do the deed. Yeah. <laughs> you just played the game. Uh, but his choices were all pop singers. Taylor Swift was one of them. Ooh. And uh, let's take a listen to this from back in uh, 2016. Here Taylor right. Swift, Ariana Grande, Katy Perry. Kill Mary Kiss. Damn, that's uh, messed up. I don't want to kill any of them. Well, uh, you know. Um, it's just a game. Uh, just a game. Uh, it's going to be harder kill. to find real love. So this you got to play yeah. this game right so What is it? Kill? Ariana is okay. kill. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately. Love you, but you're gone. And then uh, Taylor Swift would be the kiss. Katy Perry would Mary. be the yeah. Does that shock you at all? A little bit. I thought it would have been really like fairy tale esque if it would have been Mary Taylor Swift and yeah, then kiss Katy Perry. It would have been more fairy tale for sure. Yeah. But it just kind of shows he's always had the hots for Katy Perry or uh, for Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame him. She's beautiful. Can't blame him. Would this have made bigger headlines if he would have said kill Taylor Swift? <laughs> Yeah. Kiss Ariana and marry Katy Perry. <laughs> I don't know which headline I want more now, now that you put it in that perspective. Uh, but I, I did watch that uh, Eras Tour movie over the weekend. You did? They rented it. Wow. $19.89. It was three and a half hours long. You watched all of it? I watched every minute. I paid $19.89. Well just bumped it up to the next one and kept it for that price. I'm not no, paying 20 bucks for something it. that disappears. You can't, they, they don't let you buy it. You can only oh, rent it. that's even worse. So I had it for four. 48 hours, and my daughters had a sleepover over the weekend, so mm-hmm. we figured that, you know, it was a great way to kill three and a half hours. They made it through half the movie, and, and went upstairs. And sat there and, and finished And it. me and my wife finished it. <laughs> yeah. But I, what I will say about Taylor, she is talented. She's an entertainer. Yeah. And when you watch just, like, so it was from SoFi Stadium at her tour stop on that Eras tour. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's a show. It, it's a theatrical entertainment show, and it's almost like a musical, Cheyenne. Of which you don't care for, so I'm so I'm I, I am impressed by the fact that you sat and watched this entire. I paid nineteen dollars and eighty nine cents. Of course, I'm going to watch it. There is nothing more gunner than you <laughs> sitting through an entire Taylor Swift. Well, if you guys want to rush over to my house after work today, I think I still have it for a few more hours. Not doing that. Won't <laughs> we'll be doing that. We can all enjoy it. It's all three and a half hours of together. her heiress to her together. We're bonding. What a, what a team building activity, Cheyenne. <laughs> Oh, um, it's pretty good. I mean, I, don't, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. it was Clearly, because you watched it all. <laughs> it's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Hey, Gunner. Yeah. What do you call an overweight psychic? <laughs> what do you call an overweight psychic? A fortune teller. <laughs> fortune. It's not a bad joke. Fortune, fortune teller, fortune teller. (laughs) This 
is Gunner and Cheyenne Camel Country. 1079. All right, it's time to play Pick Your Battle. It is a game we play every weekday morning at about 8 o'clock here on Camel Country. The prize today, uh, Russell Dickerson tickets. He's going to be at the Arizona Financial Theater on March 22nd. Cheyenne, you ready to play? I am ready. Abe, you ready to play? Yes, sir. Gunner, are you ready to play? I thought you'd never ask. I am, Cheyenne. I am. <laughs> Ashley and Buckeye. Why can't you just say yes? <laughs> Are you ready to play Pick Your Battle? Absolutely. All right. Five questions or 60 seconds, whichever comes first. You're going to have three chances at each question. The more questions you get to, the better your odds of winning. A. Hey, what is the category? Your category today is Johnny Cash. Ooh. Would have been his 92nd oh birthday today. Love me some JC. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> you love Jesus Christ. I know you do. That is true. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Ashley, who do you want to play with against uh, this morning? Um, I will play against Gunner. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> honestly, that's probably a pretty good choice because I do love Johnny Cash. Gunner yeah, is leaving. I don't feel like Cheyenne would kick my butt on this. <laughs> Gunner's leaving the studio. Ashley, are you ready? I am. Perfect. Gabe, question number, or Abe, question number one. Come I'm on. so sorry. Come on. Leave, you're t- going timeout right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Abe, All right. question number one. Ashley, here we go. What was Johnny Cash's nickname? Uh, I don't know. Pass. Who was Johnny's wife from 1968 until her passing in 2003? Oh, gosh. Um, uh, uh, I know this one. Hold on. Um. Oh, hold on. Sorry, I'm trying to think. Um, you can pass. Was it, Ju- it was June. I'll, I'll take. June. I'll take first June. name. Yes, June. All right. What okay. branch of military did he serve in? Uh. You only have so many options. Um. <laughs> I know. I know. Um. I'm gonna guess the Air Force. Correct. In the song Folsom Prison Blues, okay. what did the main character do to end up in prison? Uh, pass. Who played Johnny in the 2005 biopic Walk the Line? Uh, Time. Oh, dang, I'm sorry. Dang it. We're going to bring Gunner back in. I was trying to get it in there because I saw I the clock running out, so I was trying to talk fast. <laughs> I know he is. Gunner's coming like, back uh, in. Uh, I was trying to think. <laughs> I feel like once you hear these answers, Ashley, you're going to be like, gosh, dang it, I knew that. How, I do? know, probably, yes. Two out of five. <laughs> she got two out of five. How would have you done? How, five, how out five. five out of five. I would have done okay. five out of five, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Abe, question number one. All right, Gunner, here we go. What was Johnny Cash's nickname? The Man in Black. Correct. Who was Johnny's wife from 1968 oh. until her passing in 2003? Roseanne Cash? No, that's his daughter. That's daughter. Oh. Um, Loretta. No. I don't know. Pass. <laughs> what branch of the military did he serve in? Oh. The Army. No. Navy. No. Marines? No, Crap. Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> in the song Folsom Prison Blues, what did the main character do to end up in prison? He killed a man. I'll accept it. <laughs> Bonus points if you would have said the lyrics like verbatim. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who played Johnny in the 2005 biopic Walk the Line? Um. Oh man. He's one of my favorite actors. Um. Oh, yeah, I thought this was a gimme. I know. Yeah. Well, all I have in my head right now is uh, do the Dewey Cox story, and, and uh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Five seconds. <laughs> I'm not gonna get that one. Pass. That's time. Okay. 
Oh, man. Oh, wow, but Gunner did. Uh, oh, we have to go to a tiebreaker. Oh, we both got two? We only got two. Did we yep. get the same two? No. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. All right. <laughs> All right. Tiebreaker. All right. The tiebreaker is numeric. Ashley will go first. Closest to the answer wins. How many different Hall of Fames has Johnny Cash been inducted into? How many different? Uh, six. Four. The answer is six. Oh, oh she nailed it on the head? Woo-hoo! Oh, Ashley! my gosh. All right, Ashley, na- now name all six. <laughs> all right, no, oh, Ashley. Yeah, we're not. We, don't push your luck, okay? Uh, Ashley, you did win. Congratulations. Yay! Uh, we're going to get you all squared away with tickets to go see Russell Dickerson at the Arizona Financial Theater on March 22nd. Yay, I'm so excited. No, do it again tomorrow. There was one answer that did not come out, I understand, right? Yes, number five. Number five. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin yeah, yeah. Phoenix was uh, and I started. D- and I do have the six Hall of Fames, if you're curious. So it's Country Music Hall of Fame. Country Music, Gospel Ooh. Music, Ooh. Memphis Music, yep. Nashville Songwriters, Rockabilly, and Rock and Roll. That wow. makes sense. That makes sense. Rockabilly. I didn't even know there was a uh, Hall of Fame with a Rockabilly. Yeah, do now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that wasn't a question. AJC's in all six of them. Yeah, we did learn something today. Gunner and Cheyenne. If you are dating somebody and after so long, you end up moving in with that person. For a lot of people, maybe they wait till marriage. For some people, maybe they move in with each other after a week. You know, whatever the situation is, right? Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, if you like that person enough, you're going to want to live with them. Yeah. But when you finally move in with them, I'm sure there's some habits, there's some things that they do that... You didn't observe during the courting process when you didn't live together, right? And or they didn't disclose to you. <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> I came across this social media trend of people sharing stories of what they discovered about their man uh-huh. after moving in with them. And yes, they're pinpointing the men in this particular situation. Uh, I'm here. I am here right. for this list. Okay. <laughs> so there's a gal who said, I discovered this about my husband when I moved in with him. He would turn on the bedroom air conditioning to its highest setting and then pile on three heavy blankets on top of him. Then complain that it's too hot every (laughs) single summer night. So wouldn't that weighted blanket take care of that? It it could, potentially, yeah. Uh, This gal says, my husband is a lot tidier than I am. I learned this after moving in with him. I didn't even realize what a slob I was until I started living, (laughs) living with him. Uh, when we were dating. I feel like this is going to be me. I feel like that is in my future. Because in your mind, you think you're clean, right? I think I'm pretty. T- I'm a pretty tidy person. But then you move in with a guy who's tidier, and you realize how much of a slob exactly. you are. Exactly. Like, I, I feel like that's going to be my future. <laughs> this gal says uh, they think of the bathroom as a retreat and genuinely enjoy spending the longest time they can <laughs> on the can. <laughs> Maybe he didn't know that until you moved in. Uh, Uh, This gal says that when men have a cold, the world is ending. (laughs) Yeah, that's facts. Yeah. I didn't know. Like, I don't have to live with you to know that you're an absolute nightmare when you get sick. Well, I know. You just got to hear about it from my wife. Exactly. (laughs) But, like, I know that. It's something that I know. It is. And I don't know why... You know, I become such a jerk when I'm sick. And, yeah. You know, and I've I've often thought about it because my wife is already dreading when I have my mouth surgery because I'm gonna be my mouth is gonna be wired shut for Poor a couple lady. of weeks. But Poor I mean, lady. it's just it's just anything that takes me out of my routine is ultimately what I landed on. Mm-hmm. So instead of making the most of it, you're just a big old butthead to yeah, everybody. I lose a day of drinking. I mean, who wants to do that? <laughs>
And this gal says he loves using my beauty supplies, body scrubs, <laughs> lotion, facial masks, and anti-aging creams. Both my brothers always used more hair products than me. They always used more facial products than me. So like that stuff wouldn't surprise me. Why not open it up? I'm sure there's guys that moved in with a lady and, and discovered something about them oh, probably. for the first time after moving in. Ladies are gross. <laughs> We really are. Like, we try to hide it, but no, ladies are gross. My wife, when she showers and does her uh, uh, hair, Uh the, the, the... the shampoo. I don't know. I couldn't come up with that. Uh, the shampoo. Clearly, <laughs> you don't. She she'll grab a handful of hair uh-huh. and just slap it up on the side of the shower. Ew. <laughs> okay, I don't do that. Normally, normally she'll put it in, when I've pointed it out to her. Like, why is there a wad of hair on the side of the shower? Oh, that's she good. says normally she throws it away when she's done with the shower. Yeah, I was gonna say I could understand that. You yeah. don't want that going down the drain. No, no, no. That'll clog up your pipes. But so that's bad. why she puts it on the side of the shower. But the first time I saw that. That was that was an interesting find, Cheyenne. <laughs> we got gremlins living in our house. Right? Okay, that's, okay, that's just funny. That I get. Gunner and Cheyenne. What did you discover about your significant other after moving in with them? There were some uh, ladies sharing stories online, and we kind of had a good laugh a few minutes ago about some of them. I mean, you lived with uh, your ex-fiance for a little bit. Yeah, I did. Was there anything you discovered about him when you moved in for the first time with him? Let me tell you, he would come home and undress in the kitchen. Every single day. He would undress at the island, pants, socks, shoes, underwear, everything, and just leave all Underwear? He's walking around naked? Yes. (laughs) And then he would leave all of his clothes on the floor in the kitchen. Well, where were you? You were in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Okay, see, I got his back on this one. (laughs) So he's coming home from a long, hard day's work, Cheyenne. He just wants to have a conversation with his lady. (laughs) And I mean, why waste time getting undressed upstairs in the bedroom when you could do it there and have a conversation? <laughs> and I feel like it wouldn't matter what I said he did, you would still find a way to defend I know, him. I love, because I love that dude. Y'all get back it. together yet or no? No, 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 no. 602 is our phone number. Ben is in Phoenix. Ben, what'd you learn, dude? Um, I guess I learned a lot, but I would say probably the biggest surprise was she watches her. How do I put this? Like uh, her toys in the dishwasher? (laughs) (laughs) Would you move in with a 10 year old? Is there like her Legos? <laughs> her toys, toys. Okay, got it. All right. In I mean, the dishwasher. Where are you supposed to wash them at? In the sink with the appropriate soap and things. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like the hot water would just you, sterilize. Yeah, no, the hot water is really good uh, for it. But you also, like, if, you, if you're using the wrong soap, you can crack them. And then that has bacteria, like... It's a whole thing uh, with those kinds of things. Okay, well, Cheyenne is the expert. So it does. Uh, <laughs> I was like, dang, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've been so, single for a long time, guys. <laughs> all right, Ben, we appreciate you, dude. Thank you. You got it. Tabitha's in Goodyear. Tabitha, what did you learn? Okay, so I'm happily married at this time. But about, I'd say like six years ago, I was dating this guy and we decided to move in together. And so he had a really great place. So I let mine go and I moved into his. Uh And it was shocking when I realized that he was using the same sponge in our bathroom as he was in the kitchen. No way. (laughs) Yeah. All right. You say, okay, so is this your husband now or is this a prior relationship? This is a prior relationship. Oh, Oh, I had to get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What put it together was I literally found like little curly hairs on the sponge. Oh, my gosh. 
Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. I don't do all that much cleaning around the house or anything, but I know not to use the sponge on the toilet and also use it in the sink in the kitchen. (laughs) That's that's so disgusting. so gross. I don't know. How long did it last after moving in and seeing that? It was like an immediate, like, I'm out or what? I had just let my apartment go, so I had to wait nine months in order to, I guess, I forget what it was, but it was like almost a year that I was able to move back out and get my own space. Did you try to change his habits in that year that you lived with him? I did. I tried, but then I felt like I was becoming like his mother. Yeah, like I could see that. that. She should have done. And I was like, I can't do this for my entire life. Is training this yeah. man on how to not use the bathroom <laughs> sponge on our kitchen dishes. Yeah, I don't blame you at all for that. Yeah, you're kind of broken if that's what you're doing. Yeah. Is he one that has like chronic illnesses? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would explain a lot. Yeah, this guy calls in sick all the time and we figured out why. Yeah, what is this thing on my lip and why does it not go what away? What is on my lip? <laughs> <laughs> Camel Country 107.9. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 